Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and oppression, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. As you remember, Kent and Lois Lane had been assigned by editor Perry White to write a series of articles for the Daily Planet's campaign to oust the crooked district attorney Parker from office. The facts for this expose were to be supplied by Ralph Remsen, former assistant DA who had resigned in protest against Parker's methods. When we last saw them, they were surprised by a baffling obstacle, an invisible man who, although he could not be seen, talked with them and warned them against publishing the expose. As our story opens today, Kent has just returned to the city room of the Daily Planet, where he finds Editor White and Remsen greatly excited. Listen. Here, read this note, Kent. It arrived from the Invisible Man only a short while ago. Let's see. My last warning. Start your presses tonight and you won't print another story for weeks to come. Huh. You know, Chief, I've half a mind to find out exactly what the Invisible Man can do. Just how important his threats and warnings are. Uh, but the warning. Uh, what do you think, Mr. Renson? I'm not sure, Mr. White. Never mind the warning. Let's start the presses and see what happens. All right. We'll do it. Start your presses for the morning edition. Okay, Mr. White. Start your presses. Start your presses. Well, nothing seems to have happened. Yes, but I have a feeling that something may happen at almost any minute. How right you are, Mr. White. What? Why, why, it's the invisible man again. That voice sounded as if... As if he were standing right here among us. It can't be. But it is. I'm standing right here beside you, Mr. White. Why? Why didn't you heed my warning? Now you have forced me into something that I find most unpleasant. Most distasteful. And just exactly what is that, Mr. Kent? You're so serene about the whole matter. So confident. That you all can win out against me. Gentlemen, listen to me. When you started those presses, you also started a time bomb concealed in one of them. A time bomb? Joe! Joe, hold the presses! Stop them immediately! But your life will. Wait a minute. That won't do any good, I'm afraid. Stopping the presses won't stop the bomb. It won't? I decided, Mr. White, that if you were foolhardy enough to disregard my advice, I'd teach you a lesson. You started the bomb, you cannot stop it. Your presses will be blown into wreckage. As I said in my note, it will be weeks before you publish another edition of your paper. Oh, Kent, this is terrible. What can we do? Think of what it means to the paper. If those presses are blown up, if we're unable to get another edition on the streets in weeks, we're ruined, man. Utterly ruined. Well, I, I, for one, don't see what you can do about it, Mr. Oh, no, we've got to do something. Those presses are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. If we're forced out of business for even a few days, we'll... we'll... Kent, can't you think of something? Yes, Kent. Think of something. You got Mr. White into this? figure some way to get him out. He's right. You did get me into this, Kent. It was you who said to go ahead and start those presses. Kent, you simply got to... Just a minute, please. We're all standing here wasting time talking about the value of those presses. We haven't even begun to think about the lives that may be lost in this thing. How much time have we? 
By my watch, you have exactly two minutes. Two minutes? You have one chance, Kent. If you can find the bomb and destroy it within two minutes, you'll be all right. Yes. If you fail to find it within two minutes, remember, I'm afraid you'll have to suffer the consequences. You now have exactly one minute and 45 seconds. <laughs> good luck, gentlemen. And good night. Clark, we've simply got to find that bomb. It's our only chance. Looks like it, Lois. You men. Yeah? You men here in the press room. Right. You've got a minute and 30 seconds to find that bomb. Better start looking for it right now.
But that voice gives me the willies. I keep listening for it, expecting it to speak almost any moment. Why, I never know when I'm alone anymore or when I'm not. Now, don't let it get you down, Chief. This whole thing will be cleaned up before very long. Uh, you've been saying that for days, Kent. I wish you'd talk less and act more. Well, I'm doing my best, Chief. You can't ask more than that. The mayor will see you now. This way, please. Well, gentlemen, Miss Lane, I believe. Sit down, won't you? Yeah, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I, I believe you know why we've come. I certainly do, Mr. White. I've been reading those articles about District Attorney Parker in your newspaper, sir. And I must say you're to be commended on the wonderful service you're rendering the public. Uh, thank you, sir. I know you're busy, so I'll come right to the point. Your Honor, can we count on your support? I'm with you all the way. Now, what would be your suggestion, Mr. White? Uh, for grand jury investigation? I think so, Your Honor. You name the men you want, and Mr. Remsen here will give them all the proof they need. Good. I'll take care of that this very afternoon. And uh, now, gentlemen, Miss Lane, you know I'm a very busy oh, man, and I... Certainly, sir. Uh, we won't take up any more of your time. Oh, I'm afraid you'll have to. What was that? Did, did someone say something? It, it's the Invisible Man again. The what? The Invisible Man, Mr. Mayor. No time to explain now. Mr. White can do that later. What is Your Honor, not... I have only one thing to say to you. Don't form a grand jury. Don't support this investigation. What name of... Who is this person? What is... I said I had no time to go into that. However, believe me when I say that if you support this campaign against District Attorney Parker, you'll be doing yourself a great injury, an injury, Your Honor, from which you will never recover. Whoever you are, sir, I'm not to be intimidated. I've been through this sort of thing before... It's been my experience that most threats have no foundation. Mm, you'll find this one has. I'm no coward, sir, whoever you are. I have a duty to the people of this city which I intend to fulfill. You can't frighten me. Your phone will ring in a moment or two. We'll wait until you receive the message. I know it's coming. And then we'll see what your answer is. I might even go so far as... <laughs> I dare say that's the call now. Pick up the phone, Mr. Mayor. Uh... You, you... Your phone is ringing, Mr. Mayor. Uh, hello? Yes, this is the mayor speaking. What's that? Yes? Yes? Thank you. Yes, goodbye. Mr. White, I... I'm afraid you'll have to carry on your investigation without my help. There is nothing I can do for you. What message did the mayor receive by telephone? What made him change his mind? And by the way, have you solved the riddle of the invisible man? Be sure to listen to the next thrilling and mystifying episode of this story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.